Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Monday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Exodus. A new king, who knew nothing of Joseph, came to power in Egypt. He said to his subjects, Look how numerous and powerful the people of the children of Israel are growing, more so than we ourselves. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them to stop their increase. Otherwise, in time of war, they too may join our enemies to fight against us, and so leave our country. Accordingly, the taskmasters were set over the children of Israel to oppress them with forced labor. Thus, they had to build for Pharaoh the supply cities of Pithom and Ramses. Yet the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. The Egyptians then dreaded the children of Israel and reduced them to cruel slavery, making life bitter for them with hard work in mortar and brick and all kinds of field work, the whole cruel fate of slaves. Pharaoh then commanded all his subjects, throw into the river every boy that is born to the Hebrews, but you may let all the girls live. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Had not the Lord been with us, let Israel say, had not the Lord been with us when men rose up against us, then would they have swallowed us alive when their fury was inflamed against us. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Then would the waters have overwhelmed us. The torrent would have swept over us. Over us then would have swept the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord who did not leave us a prey to their teeth. Our help is in the name of the Lord. We were rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare. Broken was the snare, and we were freed. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Our help is in the name of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. When Jesus finished giving these commands to his 12 disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Most of the time, the words of today's gospel are startling to me. How can the Prince of Peace say, I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. I don't know too many sane people who go out looking for a fight. Certainly not me. But today, I have to admit, I was actually energized by our Lord's words. Let's get him, Jesus, I'm thinking. The source of my emotion was a public event earlier today, the day I'm writing this, not the day you're reading it. There were several people there who I greeted politely and I received a polite response, but I was seething inside, thinking, you brood of vipers. Those are the gospel words from the mouth of Jesus that came to mind. I've been praying ever since then to be free of that anger because I don't think Jesus would encourage any action that would follow from it, at least as raw 
as that emotion currently is. Jesus did say those words, though. What gives? Well, Jesus walked the earth during a historical period called the Pax Romana, the Roman peace, which extended roughly from 27 BC to the year 180 AD. It is called the Pax Romana because compared to earlier periods, there was less military fighting, mostly because Rome had conquered such a huge expanse of territory and kept it peaceful by force. Basically, everyone under Roman rule had been beaten into submission and was too weak to resist. It was hardly Shangri-La. That's not a peace that the Prince of Peace could support because it's only peace on the surface. It's an enforced silence through fear. Those in power are domineering, critical, and suspicious. Those forced to comply merely do so to survive. What we see are smiles and exaggerated gestures of respect. What we feel is fear and anxiety and anger. Anger, there it is. It's the unhealthy, unholy emotion that I felt earlier today, inspired by the perception of an unhealthy, unholy exercise of power. But yet to the observer, all appears well. Keep moving, everyone. Nothing to see here, folks. It doesn't get any better than this. Jesus came not for the quote-unquote peace we are living, but to use his divine sword to do some major reconstructive surgery. In faith, we trust that it will happen. But we have to pray to be rid of any unhealthy anger and any desire for dominance or power. And that comes only with a pure heart, a heart that seeks justice, a heart that desires a true and lasting peace and will settle for nothing less. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day and save it for me.